Blog Talk Radio. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. That's a new definition of greatness. By giving that definition of greatness, it means that everybody can be great. You don't have to know about Plato and Aristotle to serve. You don't have to know the theory of relativity to serve. You don't have to know the second theory of thermodynamics in physics to serve. You only need a heart full of grace. Soul generated by love. Your power to receive the gift of God is the subject of this study and I want to make it personal my power to receive the gift of God this is a study in the series titled your 12-fold divine power based on the esoteric interpretation that Jesus and the twelve disciples are you and the twelve disciplines of your mind. I'm sure that this is a revolutionary idea to some, perhaps even blasphemous to some. But I want to state it again. Jesus and the twelve disciples are really you and the twelve disciplines of your mind. Every person, everything, every event, every geographical location in the Bible represents some facet of the consciousness and experience of the individual. The Bible is not simply a book of theology, but rather it is a book of psychology. And again, I'll say it in this way. Everything in the Bible, every person, every place, every event represents some facet of the mind of the consciousness of the individual. Now, Jesus is the mastermind in man. And to make it personal, let us say Jesus is the mastermind within me. Jesus is the God-conscious mind within me. You see, Jesus is that mind within me, within you, which knows its relationship with God. Jesus is this mind within me which knows who and what I am in God and who and what God is in me. This is Jesus. Now, each one of the 12 disciples represents a quality, a faculty, or an attribute of mind, of consciousness, of being. And we come now to the eighth disciple of Jesus, or the eighth 
discipline of the God-conscious mind, the mastermind, who is named Matthew. And St. Matthew, to use the biblical title of the ecclesiastical title, St. Matthew represents the will faculty of the mind, of the man. Matthew represents the will, will of God, will of good. Matthew represents the will function of mind. When the mind is disciplined to follow the will of God, the will of good, then Matthew, the gift of God, becomes a disciple to serve God. We have an account in St. Matthew's Gospel, the ninth chapter and the ninth verse, of Jesus, the God-conscious man, the God-conscious mind, the mastermind, calling Matthew to discipleship. And it says, Jesus saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office and said, Follow me. And he arose and followed Jesus. Matthew is called to follow and serve the will of the mastermind. For the mastermind said to Matthew, follow me. I want to point out again and again that when we are dealing with Jesus and the disciples, we're not simply dealing with theological figures or historical figures. Jesus said to Matthew, follow me. Every God-conscious mind, every God-conscious man must say to the qualities, the faculties, the attributes of his mind, follow me. So together let me hear all of you say, follow me. And it is right, it is correct, it is proper that the faculties of your being, the attributes of your mind, the qualities and functions of your mind follow you and serve you. For, correctly speaking, you are the master. You are to become master of your mind and affairs. Just as we know Jesus is master. Jesus became known as master not because he was anybody else's master. I know this is going to rub the theologians a little raw, but I want to say this again, and I want to add this to it. You see, I'll say so many different things at one time. As long as your master is outside of you, you are a slave, down without a God, down without a Christ, down without a master's. The great discovery of life the great discovery of all eternity is to discover the God in you. The great discovery of all eternity is to discover Christ in you, the hope of glory. The great discovery of all eternity is to discover the master within you, the master mind within you. And you see, you are to become conscious of the master power the master good, the master mind within you. And upon discovering the master mind, the master power within you, you are to call all of the faculties of your mind to follow you. Now I'll tell you, if you do not call, disciple, 
discipline, train, and teach the faculties of your mind to follow you and to serve you, they will disserve you. And in the case of Jesus and the 12 disciples, we have here a symbol of 12 faculties of every man's mind. And Matthew, which we're studying at this point, represents the will faculty or function of the mind, which must be called, along with the other 11 faculties, to serve your good purpose, to serve your God purpose. Speaking specifically at this moment to the will faculty of your mind, say again, follow me. And I think it's good to get into the habit when you find your disciples kind of lagging too far behind or wandering somewhere where they have no business to say to them, what? Follow me. You see, that's another thing. We cannot permit the faculties of our mind to become concerned and busy about a lot of other things that are not the Father's business. When the mind attempts to linger or to get stuck on reports of unemployment, for example. You, as Jesus, the mastermind, must say to it, What is that to thee? Follow thou me. When the disease control center in Atlanta announces that the booga mooga is coming, <laughs> you had better say quickly to the disciplines of your mind, What is that to thee? Follow thou me. Follow thou me. In other words, if you will follow the master, the master mind, the master power, the master reality of your being, all of these negatives will mean nothing to you. Oh, and I feel like a loud hallelujah behind that. I heard a gospel song. I don't remember all of the words, but I do remember these words from the gospel song. The words were, follow Jesus Take no chance. Say that with me. Follow Jesus. Take no chance. In other words, follow the God idea. Follow the good idea. Follow the master idea. Follow the idea of your divine sonship. Follow the idea, the consciousness of who you are in God and who God is in you. And be so busy following Jesus that the negatives of the world will mean nothing and have no power in your life. When you get so mixed up in negatives, it means that you need to get your mind back to following Jesus. Uh-oh. There's another old, old spiritual that says something like, I have decided to follow Jesus. I won't turn back. I won't turn back. The world behind me, the cross before me. I won't turn back. I won't turn back. And so the mind has to make a decision. The mind has to make a decision as to what idea shall be master. Ask yourself this question and put it on paper. What is my master idea? What is my master self-image? What is my master belief? What idea of myself am I following? What conviction am I following? Am I following the idea, the belief, that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God? Am I following the idea of divine sonship, 
that I am God's child. Am I following that idea? For if I follow that idea, again, the negatives of the world will mean nothing. Matthew, the will faculty of the mind, is called to follow the will of God, the will of good. And I must follow the idea that God's will for me is good. So say with me, I follow the idea, the belief, the conviction that God's will for me is good. Now, there can't be any wishy-washy pussyfooting about this. And as simple as it sounds, it may surprise you to know that a lot of people really don't have it settled in their minds that the will of God for them is good. Some people believe that it's the will of God for them to be sick, for them to be poor. Well, if you follow that idea, it will lead you according to its nature and you will get results according to its nature. So every one of you say, I follow the idea, follow the idea that God's will for me is good. Total good. Perfect good. The statement from Jesus, it is not God's will for you to be sick. It is not God's will for you to be poor. It is not God's will for you to be downtrodden. And you had better discipline your mind to follow this idea. Everybody's following some idea. Everybody's got a master idea or a master self-image of himself in his mind. And you'd better be sure that your master idea is the positive one, the divine one, the Christ one. Matthew is called to follow and serve the will of the mastermind. He leaves tax gathering and joins the father's business. Now, that Matthew was a tax gatherer when Jesus called him indicates some facet of the mind trying to manipulate the world for its good. And this... Protect your temple with the Solomon's Temple. You're listening to Solomon's Temple on Hindsight Radio. Hey, what's going on? Hey, peace. How's everything? Everything's good, man. Everything's going great. Can't complain. You know, despite all of the stuff that other people are going through, it's I'm 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 pretty much immune to it. <laughs> you know, not, in, not only from this virus, but everything else, the financial part of it. Actually, it's, it's been actually better. You know, they need to plan more pandemics. <laughs> you know, keep it coming, you know? You know it just shows you once you put your mind in a certain state of consciousness, a high state of consciousness, none of this stuff really will affect you. And that's the truth. You know? Facts. If you align with it and be in fear of it and constantly paying attention to it, what they're doing next, it's going to be a part of your life. You know, mm-hmm. so many people send me emails about their, the next scheme that the government is planning, the Illuminati and this and that. And, you know, I used to, you know, be interested in watching those things. And then one day I realized, why, why am I looking for trouble? 
You know, because that's really what you're looking for. You're looking for trouble. I got enough issues in my life to maybe go looking for some trouble that I cannot control or fix. Mm -hmm. All I can do is look at it. Oh, that's crazy. And I done put all this negative imagery in my mind. And then everywhere I go, I'm thinking about this. I got a friend who is just so caught up in these things that he can't even function or go to work. He's so afraid of what the Illuminati and the that these groups, elitist groups are doing that he don't, he won't go to work. And I said, you know, you are created a a jail for yourself mentally. You know, that's one of the things that I I don't like about this conscious community. You know, Mm -hmm. they come from one religious mindset into this mindset. And then you watch them. They create another prison for themselves. Another prison. You know, I'm not going to do this and this and that. Didn't you? And they're not functioning at all in society. A lot of deadbeat dads and, and deadbeat mamas in this, in this group. You know, some of the worst people I've come across, in my opinion, are in this so-called conscious movement. You know? <laughs> so-called. I really, I, I, I tell you, any day I go, go sit with the Christians any day. You know, at least, at least they they're not conscious of what they're doing. <laughs> they just doing it because that's what they believe in. But these other man, I've the some of the most notorious liars I've ever met was in this conscious community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just it's just it's, and, you know and they they doing it all in the name of I'm waking people up, but they use these terms like. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 helping fallen humanity. Who said humanity has fell? And right. once more, who says it's your job to wake them up? <laughs> our only job is to wake ourselves up, keep myself awake. That's my only job. Now, in the course of me um doing that, I talk about it. But really I'm doing a a, a talk to myself. I said this last yeah. night. That whole 12 disciple Jesus thing, that's the one super consciousness having a conversation with itself and dealing with different negative ideas that come at it at times. And opposing. Mm-hmm. That's the mind at work, which you're watching in the life of Jesus or Christ. That's what it that's is. Right. That's the real thing that's going on. The 12 apostles was just 12 aspects, like Reverend Ike said, of the mind. Mm-hmm. And things it encounters in its lifetime or how in its existence, that it must continue to go back and forth and check itself so that it can remain in the highest state of consciousness at all times. Mm-hmm. You know? But you yeah, know, man has right. always got to make things literal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to, um, I used to study. I used to study that a lot, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be into, um, you know, Charles Fillmore Charles used to, uh, the 12 powers of man. Yeah, I got his book, his metaphysical Bible. Yeah. And, yeah, them classics, you know. And, um, and really, that's what we, that's the level we're supposed to be on. It's just amazing that um, he was teaching that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 really, more people need to be on that now. 
you know, is because um, you're right, man. The people, they, you know what I'm saying, they live in fearful. And they miss mm-hmm. out on that, you know. And, you know, you know, it's funny that you were saying that because this is really dominated. It, it, it has dominated everything, this, um, this corona thing. It dominates mm-hmm. it's, it's on it's front line for everything mm-hmm. because everybody faces it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. You go in the you, you you get out of the car, you gotta check, oh shit, let me go get that fucking mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, just you know, and it's, it's good that you you've been able to to find that, that quiet space in your mind. That's really the real thing. It's to be in something but not be a part of it. Right. You know, I'm just a spectator of it all and realize things only really affect you is if you identify with it and you believe that's in right. it. You know. Um the, and that's what people identify. They believe in it and that's why they haven't the success or not non-success that they had. That's right. You know? That's sad. Yeah. So, you know what I'm so what's the what's the what's the, the you know the fall is coming in. What's the right. healing for the for the uh, the you know for the fall? You know people have what you call seasonal or fall allergies. Oh, uh, that's, that's come right. up. You know, what's what, what? What are some of the products you got that you would recommend that they use? Yeah, the first thing everybody want to do is just do a immediate detox. Mm-hmm. Your body detox anyway, and that's what mm-hmm. they call it the the cold, the, the the you know the so called what you were saying, the season, the allergies or. You know, a lot of times your body starts detoxing automatically, mm. but when they come out like they gonna trick people to have them thinking they been caught the flu or something. But it's just right. your body does a uh, um, seasonal detox. Right. I just hate, you know what I'm saying. I'm not big on on detoxing out my lungs and my respiratory. So by you detoxing, it'll minimize that, mm-hmm. you see. But you won't have that seasonal change, the feeling that everybody's feeling, that that people are assuming is, is, is corona, because a lot of people are going through that, that seasonal change, and but it's getting told it as a spike in the corona. And oh, yeah. For everyone, because you've been wearing the mask, and the masks are, are making it worse. You're breathing in all of them chemicals and breathing in all that. And mm. They're assuming that it's the, um, the corona, and it's really your body um, responding to the um smelling all all that perfume all day. You see. Oh. Uh, 
You know. Yeah, that like, perfume you know, with them scents are no good. All the, they really doing this aromatherapy, and a lot of that stuff ain't good for you. Right. Um, and you, they, and they, you, and you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can't reuse a mask like that either. You know, you either throw them away, or if you got them cloth ones, you need to wash them daily. Mm. You know, you can't wear that every day. And really, you can't wear it. If you working in it, you can't wear that all day either. That's what they're doing. They're, they're producing a, 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 a workforce that's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be assumed that it's because of the corona. And every time mm-hmm. something happens, when people come together, they, they, they got to keep it alive. Mm-hmm. You know, and regardless on your body going to go through changes because it's the change of the seasons. You supposed mm-hmm. to change as well, you know. So the fruits and vegetables that you ate, you're supposed to switch it because those fruits and vegetables do not grow during that time frame. Even though we get confused, we see apples year-round. We see oranges year-round. Those are not, nothing is supposed to be eaten year-round. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? supposed to change with the season. You see. But a lot One of thing people, is, these grapes with no seeds in it, man. I can't find a grape with seeds in it. Yeah, I've been um I had a farmer, a local farmer, man. Um he been he been supplied me with these these concord grapes. Oh my God, them things are so good. Uh-huh. They're full of seeds, you know. They they taste so good; they don't even taste natural. <laughs> I like them though, you know. The the corn uh-huh. corn grapes, I like the the muscadines, the scuffadines. Uh-huh. <laughs> After a while, they're not gonna have no grapes. I mean, no seeds in them either. <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, those are the only ones you can get with the seeds in them. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, they'll fuck them up, too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? It's just deep, man. You know? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't making a big, you know, it's just, it just the way it is. Mm. You know? As a matter of fact, the 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 um the parents need to be making sure that their kids got some type of barrier for all that that radiation that they that they that they forced to do too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be good to to have some have like you know to put some crystals in front of your child to. To help reduce that radiation, because we did, we weren't born with all this radiation around us. No, you see, Mm-mm. so, so have, have some geos around them, um, some organite around them, and then it's like they got these glasses that you can that, that your kids should be wearing too, and it, it helps. The blue boxes. Yeah, yeah, man, that, that make a difference. Um, mm-hmm. One of my niece would complain about her head was hurting. 
You see, some people are just very sensitive. And um, mm-hmm. them glasses helped her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those blue boxes. Mm-hmm. And really, they're the grown-ups, too. That's always in front of the computer screen. And that's what they're doing with their new job. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then they help minimize that as well. You know. And so like, you know, the elderberry is is is, is always good regardless if you are already sick or not. You wanna you wanna you wanna use it. You don't wanna wait till you feeling something. You wanna keep it in you. And that'll keep your your immune system strong, you know. Keep your blood rich with iron and all the minerals, you see. Um, mm-hmm. Always good to, to, to keep that on deck, you know, the sea moss on deck. And really, everybody should have been doing that anyway, you know. Right. It should be your daily, what you're doing for yourself, you see. Yeah, you gotta constantly be feeding yourself the right nutrients to maintain. You know, mm-hmm. and all, that goes a long way because you know me being about to be fifty-one in a few weeks. I mean, I don't feel no different than I did, you know, five years ago. You know, I don't have right. any major issues or anything like that. I can still run it up down the stairs, run down the street, do all of those things. Um, you know, I was just the other day did a hundred jumpy jacks straight. You know, wow. and that people think that's oh jumpy jacks easy. Go ahead and try it and see what happens. You know, just do some jumpy right. jacks. Is uh, you know, you see. And, you know, some people could be in shape in other ways, but when mm-hmm. you start putting them on that cardio stuff, that's when you really mm-hmm. see how good a shape they are. Yeah, a guy could be lifting weights and doing all this, well, but go and try and do some, some jumping jacks, some simple running in place. Oh, shoot, just go pick up a basketball and do that. Shoot around. Right. <laughs> that shows you how really in shape you are, those things. Yeah. Mhm. And show you the quality of your heart too. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, the doctors, when people have these issues with heart and all that, they'll tell them, "No, just relax." I don't agree with that. I'm not a doctor. Right. I give a medical, but I don't think. I think in order to strengthen something, you must exert it. Right. You don't overdo it, but you slowly get it built back up, like. When I was, you know, teenager, 20s, 30s, I played a lot of basketball. You know, multiple games, back to back to back to back. And I know right now, if I went out there and tried to do what I did then, I couldn't do it. I probably couldn't get through one game, right? Right. Because I'm out of practice. But I do know that if I continuously, okay, I do one game today, then go out tomorrow, and do one game and try to do another one or half of one, over time, my body would adjust to that work that I'm putting in. 
and allow right. me to do multiple games like I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. You see? Right. But what I have to do is continuously do it. But then when the doctor tell you, oh, you got a weak heart, you got these, sit down, I, I, I think that just makes it worse. When you don't right. work it, when you, in order to work something, you got to continuously uh, get something better. You got to work it. You know, I'm not saying just go out and just go all out, but I'm just saying, I know over time, and most of the thing with cardio is more about your lungs than it is anything else. Right. Expanding the lungs right. so that you can get the air in. You know, when your lungs ain't being exercised like that, it will just go down and just work as hard as you're working. You know? Mm-hmm. That's you know, right. And before I go out there and try multiple games, what I got to do? I got to do some cardio exercises, jumping jacks, you know, just running, you know, little jogging here and there, little other little, you know, cardio exercises and and some breathing exercise to expand the lungs. Right. You know, and then boom, it'll, it'll, then the memory will kick in. Oh, he's back to doing what he used to do. Let's let's get him back right. to where he was. Mm-hmm. The body is an amazing thing. It just adjusts. Your body adjusts to your lifestyle. Your person that just sits around and do nothing all day, it's going to say, this is all I, why I work extra when I don't need it. Why expand lungs when it's not necessary? You're not doing this. That's right. You know? So. And she, and she like. And, and your heart will enlarge mm-hmm. anyway, you know. Right. But see, you know, um, and that that's how the athletes be able to talk after a game without deep breathing. They just talk mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. you know. And see, that's it's the thing. They'll try to tell you an enlarged heart is bad. You know, it depends on the circumstance. It is bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what's deep about it. it, it, it you know, it, it, it's really interesting. You see the two extremes when your heart is enlarged for being for being inactive and fat, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really enlarging to save your life. Mm-hmm. But it's the bad for, that is enlarged because it's trying to compensate from what you then did. Not doing it, mm-hmm. and it's time to save you. Then you got the, the heart that enlarged when you you were in, in in Mike Tyson condition, and mm-hmm. it, it beats it beats less. So it's like you got mm-hmm. one that enlarged from, from straining the compensation. Mm-hmm. Then you got one that enlarged where it can have a stronger contraction and and beat a lot less. Yeah, they call those the it, it, athlete's pulse rate. That's what, you know, right. when they used to check my pulse rate, it's like, hey, you got an athlete's pulse rate. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that was when I was in my 20s. That's you know? right. And that's because I was doing so much running and constantly, I used to run everywhere. And then mm-hmm. I would go back to back to back and play these games, basketball or whatever, and, and not be tired. And be ready to go. Only thing that would wear me out is my feet. The soles of my feet just say, you know, that's it. That's enough. You don't, you don't pound it on me too, too long. Time to give it a break. Right. And I grew up in New York, so I was 
playing basketball on asphalt and concrete, which is one of the worst things to play on, you know. Right. And uh, my biggest issue with trying to get back to playing basketball now is I'm older, so all of that pounding, even if I'm in a gym, my knees feel it later on. <laughs> you know, my knees come back and say, uh, you, 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 you paying for all of that asphalt playing from before. You know? Right. So, constant sports is okay, but it can be damaging to the body. You know? Right. When done, overly done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have guys who are marathon runners falling out having heart attacks. And they've been right. marathon runners for years. Why? Because everything got to be done in moderation. Yeah, and, and see, they they not replacing the minerals. And them body, your body, everything um, goes to, to 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 your mineral content in each organ. That's why I like mm-hmm. like sea moss. It keeps you, keeps those minerals there. Now that person had dense minerals. Their body could withstand that stress because. When 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 your body your organs in the stress it's gonna it's gonna um, burn the reserves, and this is what 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 makes the difference between the sick like when somebody gets sick, or when somebody really gets sick, <laughs> and it's like uh-huh. that 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 depletion. They didn't have no reserves there, and most people are really living off reserves because they. They're not eating anything. They 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 bodies they starving to death. Mm-hmm. People are really really starving to death. It's like they eating, they fat as hell, but they they don't got nothing. It's no nothing in it. It's void mm-hmm. of nutrients. Mm-hmm. They eat they 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 five six meals a day. <laughs> That's why I like like um um. Making sure you got key nutrients in your body, and right? Particularly the mop, you know. The um, and there's so many other ones. But what I like about the moss is is there, is dense, is um, it just it just so much in it. It is mm-hmm. it's, it's saturated. Um, and, and you don't have to you don't have to do so many things. So you can you can add your moss in to whatever you're doing, and um, it'll balance that out. Because most people don't know how to cook; they 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 strip all the nutrients from their food. They um, or they buy processed food, which is really nothing. Mm-hmm. So you go the whole day with nothing in your body but a fat stomach. <laughs> You don't even got enough nutrients in your food to to process the food. Right. It takes, you know, your body's burning its own nutrients just to process what you call it food. You see, you know, and that's that's why I'm a big fan of of, of smoothies. Uh, you can add mm-hmm. other foods. In with it, or you can do a vegetable smoothie or a fruit smoothie. Right. I really like it. But the thing is, nobody nobody likes talking about stuff like this because it's boring. But it's, it's, no. it's the thing that they need to do. 
you know, um, you can't, you can't, see, you can't seriously about it. You could talk about what people are doing, but it's not going to be as, as exciting, you know. These are things yeah. we're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> you know, I think that the shit that's going on should inspire you to want to help yourself. And if it motivates you to talk about it, that's good too. But it shouldn't be something that paralyzes you. Is a conversation piece. Like what you were saying uh, when we first started today, you know. It's going to be something that's supposed to make you say, hey, I'm going to um, get my shit together. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yes, it's fucked up what they're doing. We need to um, come together and do this. But see, the thing is, we talking about it, but we ain't doing nothing. And that, right. that also comes from the lack of 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 nutrients and the lack of of because because a lot of people don't got the willpower, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things like with twenty twenty was supposed to produce our best, but I I don't see it's you don't see much come out there. It's like most people know shit, but no, but it's still the same amount of people doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they talking about it, but they doing nothing about it. You know, they you know, right. they're aware something is wrong, but uh, that comes from years of bad programming. They don't know how to mm-hmm. change and do anything. You know, they don't know what to do. Okay, I know I need to change, but how do I do that? Right. You know, for, but see, that's because they don't know everything starts with the mind. Right. So you're only going to be as far or get as much as you believe you can have. Everything you have right now is off what you believe, what you feel you deserve, right. or what you feel mm-hmm. you can achieve. And once you understand that and really lock that into your consciousness, you say, well, if everything I have now is based off what I think I believe I can have, and I can get no further than that, then let me increase my belief system. Let me increase my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then you leave more space for something else to enter. Really, it takes a, a complete transformation of thought. Like getting rid of the one thing I, I, I have a hard time getting across to people is this. If you want your life to change drastically, that means you have to get rid do some drastic things. One of the main things you have to do is get rid of all of that content, negative content you've been feeding yourself all these years. And that could be whether it be television, your music, or the people you have in your life. That's what right. people don't want to get rid of. They want to keep all their little comfort thoughts and get drastic change at the same time. It don't happen like that. You can't go That's into right. a high state of consciousness and take all the trash with you at the same time. And sometimes people are trash in your life. That's right. You know, <laughs> you got to take that That's trash right. out. You know, they don't want to give up their... You got to get, you got to let it go, but they don't want it. They want to go back to these, with these people that they have connected with that made them feel comfortable in their ignorance to get to a higher consciousness. Isn't a uncomfortable place for the 3d dimension, but everybody that want to stay on that level, 
the person that's going to higher consciousness, they are uncomfortable around you and you uncomfortable around them. That's so right. what do you do? You have to leave. Now, that's not a physical mm-hmm. leave, but it's a conscious leave. You got a conscious uh, exit. Well, they can all think like that. They think like this. I just keep my eye on them so they didn't come and mess with what I'm doing over here. You know? You know, the fifth dimension ain't all about a physical dimension. It's a mental, it's a conscious thought. Right. Being there. And that's how you could be in this world and be not of the world. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. not be a part of it. You're like, yeah, you see all this craziness and you 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 like these. This is some crazy stuff. Now I would say, if there really was a God out there looking down on everything, He got to be laughing. You know, That's if right. the Bible is how it was written, said you need to have dominion over all things, right? And here we allow people to tell us where to mat, wear a mask when you know it's not. I mean, on the box, it, the box laughs at you all the time in a, in a in a symbolic way. It says not for medical mm-hmm. use. On the box of the mask that they selling this right. <clears throat> that's like a, a smack in the face. Telling you not for medical use, but yet we want you to wear this thing for medical use. You know something? I you know, I've said this shit to so many people. And I, I really waste my time talking. And it's mm-hmm. like I've told people directly this shit and look them in the face. And they crazy ass. They hear me say it. And then, and like I never told them that shit. They mentally disturbed, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like the the Matrix. It's like you seeing the Matrix and, 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 and full blast. It's like people, you'll say something and people just forget it. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they, care. Their brain just, just turns off, and I just be like, "Damn, this this is ridiculous." You mm-hmm. know, it's one thing to do something because you gotta do it, but it's not. It's like I, I'm okay with you doing this because you gotta do it, but it's like when when you really don't know any damn better, you mm-hmm. know. You know, I'm like. And people, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about people I talk to. Then, like a couple of days later, they be talking about this shit. I'm like, God damn it! Like you I never we had said a it. Conversation about this. No, dog, brother. I do. I I go through that all the time. Where you think you have gotten across your point, and they really on you with you? Nah, brother. They not. <laughs> so I stop wasting oh, my, my time. Oh my goodness. I'm like, motherfucker, we just, we, I mean, you was agreeing, and it was like, damn. You're right, yeah, you right, you right, you right. And did they come right in there with the bullshit? It like, they right, falling right in line with the bull. Like, you looking at it like, yeah. You really can't be that fucked up in the head. They are. But you really that fucked up in the head. <laughs> yes, and they are. You know what I'm saying? I just like, damn, you really can't be that fucked up. It's like, and then you will tell me this shit like you believe it. I'm like, this motherfucker really believe this shit. I have people, you right, you right, you right. And I talk about how, you know, church ain't teaching you how to really free yourself. 
Then I'll talk and I'll relate it to you can't be hanging out in places or people where the mindset is taking you back to looking for something outside of you for mm-hmm. Satan. And, you know, mm-hmm. I relate that to the church. You're right. The church don't really do this. And it'd be all in this gross conversation with me. And guess what you hear the next week? Yeah, I was at church. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So you going back to the, it's like, yo, it's like getting the knowledge of the truth and a dog going back to his own vomit. And these, man, facts what you say. But, you know, I got. It's something in me that has a high a high respect for society and the positivity that I have that I just try to see the best in everything. Mm-hmm. But I be giving motherfuckers um too much credit. That's what I'm starting <laughs> to realize. I be thinking positive for other people and they, they just You can only think positive uh, for yourself. You can only do it for right. yourself. You can't think positive for other people because they, 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 it's like I said, dog go back to his own vomit. They know these places ain't doing nothing for them and they go to it anyway. I mean, here's another, I, I, my, I know somebody personally quit the school system because it was no good, but yet they send their child to the school system to be taught. child to it. I'm talking 25 year veteran. Quit. I just ain't working for me no more. This is ridiculous. They not. But then, wait. Then I ask the question. Wait a minute. If it ain't good for you, how is it good for your child? No answer. <laughs> but see what I'm saying is, that's the insanity, the level of ignorance and sanity we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Why? So let me tell you why they won't. They'll send their child to school because they don't want to be responsible for teaching their own child. So they rather <laughs> send them right there to the indoctrination camp because that's easier for them to just let it's somebody easy. else. Mm-hmm. If that ain't insanity, then what is? It's insane. <laughs> and I asked the question. Well, you quit because. You didn't like it. You gave it up. It wasn't for you. And oh yeah, I did get an answer. Oh, I said it wasn't for me. Not for her. I <laughs> I, I, I said it was. I said now you know you're just trying to make an excuse. Now you know that doesn't make sense. What you just said. You're the mm-hmm. mother of this child. You are the one who's supposed to be giving her good information. You know that those schools. <clears throat> agenda ain't no good. They never, they they got y'all on an impossible task. They got y'all believing <laughs> y'all really there to educate. Y'all not there to educate. Get it through your head. The school system is not for education. It's for indoctrination. That's it. That's right. That's the job it's there for. That's what it was created for. You know, yeah, I'm going to be an educator. Oh, thank the educators. These ignorant people go into this system hoping to do good. That's right. And believing they're going to make a change. No, you can't make a change in a system that is designed to just create slaves. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't see that, because school never talks about you, they'll tell you you could be anything, but then at the same time tell you to go get a job. You need to get a good job. Wait a minute, right. You just told me I could be anything. 
I want to be. I don't want a job. I want to open my own business. I want to be my own boss. That's right. But they'll give you, you know, guys like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. Yeah, they, they started out working for somebody, and then they did this and that. No. What if they just start off just doing their own thing from the beginning? They would have not taken all those years to get where they were. Right. <laughs> you know? To Steve Jobs right. years to get to the level of success. And then he died of cancer. That's right. You know, at a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was very. He had a lot. He had a bitter. Um, he was very bitter. Yeah. You know, I, I watched. I watched some of his. His shit was just too boring. I tried to watch it because I wanted to get the knowledge of him. I just. Uh, I'm kidding. So what I hear, you, you know, he was very nasty to the people he worked around. That's right. Very ugly actors. Mm-hmm. And. It's good that he okay, he became successful, but his disposition was so negative. Right, that's why you that see. cancer took hold on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Cancer love negative yeah. vibration. And that and, and that's what they didn't put that, that shit into the planet. You know. Yeah. Um <laughs> we were talking about, you know what I'm saying, oh man, you watch it, I ain't give a fuck about no presidential debate. I don't want to. I kind of wish I. For what? Huh? <laughs> For what? <laughs> I kind of wish I had to watch it. Hit them lie. I mean, if you want to hear liars, just go watch the presidential debate. Debate. They right. all lie. Yeah, but they I wish I had, had to watch hit. it now. Because it probably, it probably would have been entertaining. It probably would. <laughs> you know. It's like, because I don't care either way. My life Mm-mm. had to change regardless. Who's been in the office? My life is. It ain't been better or worse. Regardless, who's been in the office? Barack, I don't care who's been in the office. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. You know, but people just like, oh, you know, people are really, they're going to get sick over this shit because whatever the outcome is, they act like it's like we changing gods or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. It's gonna be four years of prosperity. Who president? Or four years of, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna make a damn difference. Cause, cause whoever they put in in, in place, you not gonna, we're not gonna be involved on how they gonna move <laughs> and what mm-hmm. they gonna vote on. You know, if this shit was really right, it was really a democracy. We would, they would let us do a damn online vote for everything that happened. We got the capabilities to do that now. Just mm-hmm. think about it. Why? Why mm-hmm. that's not what it is? You know, where you can, the people could before anything happened, because the technology is there to do it. Mm-hmm. Just like you did that census shit, they could send a form to everybody. See, and I know that shit would be corrupt too because it's still nobody. You can't prove what everybody voted for. Mm-hmm. Well, see, you here's know. the thing: voting been corrupt since the beginning, since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. They've been messing with it. This ain't nothing new. Mm-hmm. That's how the Democratic Party even came into power through corrupt voting, killing people. They back then they was just more out with it. They went and shot people who tried to vote Republican. See, our ancestors were Republicans. It was no Democratic Party 
until Pitchfork Ben Tillman showed up. And mm. he used the Ku Klux Klan <clears throat> to sway the vote. And I mean, I even got a, a, a congressional record where he's giving a speech saying they had no choice but to use violence because it was so many people of color that outnumbered them that they would never be in control. How do you question how do you that's where the question of slavery come into play. Was it really slavery as they promoted it? So how do you have a party of people of color who controlled the government in the 1800s right? And y'all could never beat us Y'all had to do it through violence. Mm. <clears throat> They'll try to lie and say reconstruction. I said, but listen, y'all can lie about everything, but numbers don't lie. You're not going to import a bunch right. of people from another country and have them outnumber you. Right. Okay? That means that the people were already here. I mean, not to mention the ecological effect that has when you take a millions of people from one side of the planet and bring them to this side of the planet who don't know nothing about the soil over here. How are you going to train all these people to do what you... Come on. They didn't even have the, the, the ingenuity or the mindset to do that. No, you took people that were already here and took their plantations and turned them into slaves. That's what they did. Now, if you trace your ancestry back, there's always some air property involved with a lot of people of color. How did they get this property? Mm. See, there's old laws that they can't even undo when it comes to air property. Mm. You see, that's why you have it. So when I know just South Carolina, no, I know hundreds, not thousands of people who are of color who have air property. So yes, lately, what is what it what if what it was and how did all these people get these acres of land? Anderson, right. South Carolina, ain't a bunch of people that I know, family have air property there. South, well, East, that's where South I'm Carolina. From. East over that's South Carolina, just about everybody in East over people of color have thirty, forty, fifty acres of land air property. That's right. See, if you just look at you the said. facts. To see that the story is a lie. You said you and, said Anderson, South Carolina, right? Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah, I know that's where your people from. That's right. I did yeah, the research. Yeah, 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 my people got a lot of got a lot of property. I tell me shit. Um. Yeah, man. A lot, a lot they of don't know got. it though. But see, and then here's mm-hmm. the sad part: we support institutions that promoted this takeover of our land, which is Clemson mm-hmm. University. Ben Tillman found it. And if you go to the About Me page, it talks about how he was a racist and how he took land, how he all of that. It goes through his whole history in detail when we still got black folks signing up for that school. My cousin from New York, his son goes to that school. He said, I didn't know that. And he looked it up. It was right there. He said, yeah, this is all right here for us to see. And, and I'm, I'm going to look that up. Cause like, see, my thing is, a lot of people think I'd be saying that, you know, I went to Carolina. Mm-hmm. I got most of my degrees from Carolina. But I'm from Anderson. 
And mm-hmm. um, it's man, just growing up there is extremely racist, extreme, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not like what people think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a very white racist town. And here's the but thing: the reason like, why it's extremely racist is because they're trying to keep you from knowing your true history. It's not about they think they're really better than you. It's if I keep y'all focusing on that I hate you, you will never see that this land that I'm living on is yours. It, it, it was ridiculous. And um, the thing is, um, people get this bullshit about Clemson about a fucking quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like y'all motherfuckers are this dope. You know, and, and I know all the universities are racist, so it's, I'm not saying that either. But you can't tell niggas shit. You got a black quarterback. You got to just pull up there about me, Paige. They might have taken it down since Black Lives Matter, but no one has brought them out. I actually did a video on Clemson University on my YouTube channel showing you. I mean, it's right there in about midfield. Who founded the school? Pitchfork Ben Tillman, Robert R. Tillman, and what he was about. He was the Democratic Party. They was called Red Shirts at first, and then they called themselves uh, now uh, the Democrats, and then um, how they used the KKK as a militia to take over the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is right off the congressional yeah. record. This ain't no history book. This is go down there to the... The, the, the archives of the United States and it's right there. He is spoke right on the House floor and, and was not hiding the fact that he was a bunch racist. Wow. See, he wasn't hiding it. You see. But, you know, I've read that in my seminars. I've done so many seminars. Yeah, that's by the way, you and I, we're going to work working on a seminar too. Oh, yeah. Once we were probably yeah. in November um, okay. sometimes. But uh, we'll talk yeah. about it later. Yeah, it's eleven oh two. I know you got to go. Yeah. Rather than now, oh, yeah. you know, you know where they hey, can find you. Y'all keep, you know, I, I um I appreciate everybody being interested in taking care of themselves and choosing us to help them. Um, seventy two oh one Park Lane Road, Columbia, South Carolina. Call us at eight oh three six six one eight nine four five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peace. 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 Peace.